This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver. And I'm here with my co-anchor, sister, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Excited to be here. Good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's an exciting day. It's a very it auspicious is. day. This is an important day. Yeah. And yes, one that is. we definitely want to make sure people know about. Yeah. So if you watch our channel regularly, you know that at the beginning of 2021, we dedicated ourselves to doing one uh, MMIW case per week for this whole year. MMIW, of course, stands for Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls. Yeah. And if you watch us regularly, you know why we did that. Yep. But the numbers are staggering. The situation with missing and murdered Indigenous women in the United States and Canada are unthinkable it's, so it's absolutely sickening it, it is frightening so a few things to know native women are murdered at a rate of 10 times higher than other ethnicities 10 times and murder is the third leading cause of death for indigenous women in the united states and canada good god third leading i mean that's just unthinkable a lot of them are committed by non-native people, but uh, you know some are committed, of course, uh, on on reservation land. There's a huge problem with jurisdiction, as we know. There's a lot of problems with communication so between state, local, and tribal law enforcement, and then all of the jurisdictional issues about who's supposed to investigate what, of what resources do we have or not have, and that is a big part of the problem. Because nothing is normalized. Well, and, and who gives a damn, clearly. There's a mm -hmm. whole give a damn problem going on here where yeah. many of these women and girls just apparently don't matter enough mm -hmm. to whoever. And I don't even freaking care who it is. Yeah. Somebody care. Yeah. Ugh. In 2016 alone, 5,712 Native women went missing or were murdered. Good God. And that's in one year. Nearly 6,000 in one year. Additionally, 84% of Native women report experiencing violence in their lifetime. Mm. Yeah. And so that birthed a movement. The movement being the MMIW movement yeah. or the No More Stolen Sisters movement. They're, yes. they're kind of two movements. They go hand in hand. One thing that we've learned about the MMIW movement is that there are a lot of different groups 
that are kind of operating under the same uh, the same kind of ideas. Yes, and working, lots of, yeah, lots working of not. different communities doing similar yes. work. Yeah, so not necessarily working together, but working alongside one another. Yeah. And so in 2017, there was a delegation in Montana, Montana's congressional delegation. They are the ones that led the way for the passage of a Senate resolution to declare May 5th National Day of Awareness for Missing and Murdered Native Women and Girls. Yeah. So that's why today, May 5th, right. we are bringing you guys this broadcast so that we can talk about that a little bit more. So this was actually in response to the murder of Hannah Harris mm -hmm. at the Northern Cheyenne Reservation in 2013. And big surprise, the justice system was woefully inadequate. And her family and friends conducted searches for her because they weren't really getting any help. I know I'm a broken record. We've said it oh, so I many times about, oh my goodness, just over and over. Uh, that Their community got really involved. They led marches. They started getting involved in other unresolved murders of Native American women. And it was from her disappearance and the lack of justice that it really started to pick up steam that we've got to get loud, we've got to organize, we've got to get some much better awareness into what's happening to these women because nothing is changing and no. nobody seems to care. I mean, when yeah. I tell you that nearly 6,000 Native American women were killed or went missing in 2016, I'll bet you didn't know that, you know? Yeah. I'll bet you didn't hear about it because it's not really being looked into like it should be. No, not at all. Yeah. We live in Idaho where we are one of the states with the big problem. And I got to tell you, until a couple of years ago, we didn't know. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know at all. No. No. And, so, and we're crime junkies, you guys. We yeah. pay attention to this stuff. But there was so little in in the news. Yeah. Well, not too long ago, we uh, handled a case that came out of Fort Hall, which is very near us. That's the Shoshone-Bannock tribe very near us, mm -hmm. of a woman that was dismembered. And I'd never even heard of it before. No, Rebecca Plenty Wounds. Yeah, yeah. Her case has never even been deemed a murder. Yeah. You guys, let alone investigated. Apparently, she just dismembered herself. Yeah. It's, so that's um, what... It's utter bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that is essentially what this uh, movement is about and what the Native communities are up against. So a few things that, of course, uh, are being called on are better tribal victim services, better tribal justice resources, better normalization of information between agencies. Oh, man, that is like problem numero uno. Mm-hmm. There's no, you, yep. you, there is no database, you guys. No. We can't tell you how many MMIW cases there are in the U.S. right now. No. Because nobody friggin' knows. There's no yep. database. Yeah. There's no way it, to search. Yes. The information has got to be normalized amongst agencies so that they can help each other, so that they can see a trend, so that mm -hmm. they can 
work across to, you know, different nations to work on these issues together, as well as with the FBI and the local authorities in whatever area they're in. There's so much to it. Now, to be fair, there are some steps being taken right now in Congress. One of them was renewing the Violence Against Women Act. And that's a big deal. That helps to support this movement quite a bit. Mm -hmm. There's so much more work to be done. And so, well, you know, the U.S. um, President Biden did um, appoint Deb Halen as the uh, Secretary of the Interior. And she Mm -hmm. has publicly said that one of her big priorities will be the MMIW situation. And that's Mm -hmm. huge. We've never had a Native person in charge of the Department of the Interior before. Yeah. And it's time. Uh We're so past past time of people giving a damn, but also even knowing to -hmm. get involved and help, you know? Yeah. Even knowing a damn should be given. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And I think it is going to change. We see changes that are starting to roll forward. Mm -hmm. What we all need to do is make sure that our legislators know that we demand it. We are insisting on it. Mm-hmm. We will be a part of it. We w- are watching them. Yeah. We expect them to support any legislation that could help with these issues. Because um, we live in a state that probably won't. Oh. And yeah, we yeah. don't have any problem talking to our legislators. We've done it lots of times. But yeah. well, so, you know, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, make sure that that is an issue that gets addressed by people running for Congress in your state, mm-hmm. you know, ask them, Hey, yeah. what's your stance on the MMIW situation? What are you going to do? Yeah. Yep. Cause first of all, to. they better friggin' know what that is. Yes. Number they one, better know number what two, that is and show some serious concern towards yeah. that topic. Yeah. yeah. So let me tell you uh, what the national day of awareness for missing and murdered native women and girls is all about. Uh, They have four objectives. One, to honor the lives of Native sisters. Two, to continue to shed light on the countless tragedies involving Native sisters. Three, highlight the need for ongoing grassroots advocacy and organizing for change of laws, policies, protocols, and allocation of increased resources at the tribal, federal, and state levels to end these injustices. And then, of course, create the sharing of information needed to understand the legal reforms and changes required. So it's what it is. It is a motion. It is a movement forward to help push forward their movement. Things you can do. You can share their stories as you see them on social media. Not just the gore and the missing women. Please do that. Use mm-hmm. the hashtag MMIW. Yes. But you can also, as you're watching, you know, in the news and you see anything that comes up about legislation, mm-hmm. you can sound off about that. You can share that. You can talk to other people about why this is so important. You can donate money. Yes. And if you want to donate, look for, and this is again where things get a little bit tricky because there's different organizations that are working. You know, so you have to decide 
you know, where you'd like to put your resources. But this, the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center is a really, really good website. They have a magazine, they have a policy center, they have ways to get involved, they have ways to donate. I would highly recommend seeking them out. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And see what's happening in your state. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, one of the things that, that we have to be careful about is that we think, oh, this is all just happening around reservations. No, no, it isn't. This is happening in urban areas, too. Yeah. It is more about the ethnicity of the person than it is about their location. Very much. And that's super important to know. Mm -hmm. So just because you live in a big city doesn't mean there isn't an MMIW problem in your city. There probably is. There probably is. Yep. Yep. You can also educate yourself on sex trafficking and what sex trafficking looks like from scholastic sources from reputable sources we're not talking about conspiracy theories we're talking about the real picture of sex trafficking because we do believe that many missing indigenous women are being trafficked we do believe that's happening that that is a part of the problem here and so really seeing trafficking for what it is recognizing it and then going to the what is the place there's a hotline yeah I could have told you the last time we talked about it, Kathy. Just just look up National Sex Trafficking Hotline. That's and right. Yeah. And and you'll you'll get the number. There's a number to call. There's a lot of they have a great website with a lot of good um information and you know, like what can you do and what should you watch out for in your communities and that kind of thing. Cause yeah, that's part of the problem here. You know, there's there are definitely murders going on, but there's also just women and girls going missing, just flat disappearing. Yeah. And a lot of them are being trafficked. Yep. Yep. And so that is an opportunity for all of us to get educated and pay attention. Yeah. So those are recommendations that we have to mm-hmm. get involved. One thing that has surfaced is that there are people who are making uh, like MMIW merch, like particularly with the red hand or it's like a picture of the red dresses or the red hand, maybe across someone's face. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's fine if they are indigenous and they're selling those. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Be sure if you're buying merch like that, that it is coming from an indigenous source. Yeah. What's happening is that people are stealing the movement in a sense. You just, it's mostly, you see people like t-shirt makers particularly, yeah. They just find graphics that they think are cool or that people will buy and they rip them off of other people's cultures or, you know, their, mm-hmm. their own work and that's happening. And so if you're going to buy a piece of, you know, like a t-shirt or something else that has MMIW stuff on it, just be sure that it's coming from an indigenous source from, yeah. there are lots of, you know, places, you know, within Indian nations that are selling stuff like that to help further this cause. And that's amazing. Just make sure it is. If you're going to put your money there. Yeah. Make sure it's legit. Yeah, And, you know, try to support in your local community, look for the yeah. MIW or the no more stolen sisters groups in your community, and yeah. then try to get involved with them, purchase their merch, mm-hmm. you know, go to their marches, that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and support in your community. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the most important things, I think, is to recognize what's going on in your own areas 
and support right there. Yeah, it's going to be different, you know, for us in Idaho, we don't live that far from several reservations and we're rural and all that stuff. So our issues here are different than they are in urban places, but it doesn't mean this issue isn't around. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah. So, so those are our thoughts. So today, let us really, all of us put a little thought into and a little whatever, a little prayer, a little meditation, a little something into not just this movement, but all of those that have been lost yeah. and their families. And, and those currently missing. And those currently missing. And let's all just vow to demand better. Yeah. yeah. In every way. Yeah. So again, I would really like to steer you towards the National Indigenous Women's Center. Yeah. That's a really, really good website that has a lot of great information and a lot of uh, opportunities to get involved and to read more about policy. So I would check them out first if you want more information and then spin off from there. There's also some great MMIW uh, pages and groups on Facebook that are very Mm -hmm. worth paying attention to as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's what we've got, guys. So thank you for being here with us. It's Wednesday, so we'll be back this evening at 7 p.m. Mountain for case updates, uh, live case updates. That's a live stream. And then Thursday night at 7 p.m. Mountain for the Psychic Hour. So yeah. we have lots more good stuff to come. Hopefully we'll see a pop-up or two coming up this weekend as well. So we've got all kinds of stuff going on. So hang out with us. Sure. If you have not, please subscribe. Uh, like, comment, share, you know, if we resonate with you. Share this video if, with people that maybe don't know anything about what the MMIW situation is. Yeah, yeah. We have to get loud. We've got to keep yeah. talking. Got to yep. keep talking. If you want to suggest a case to us, head over to truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com. That's the place to do it. And that's the place to learn a lot more about who Christy and I are, what we do, mm-hmm. and more about our work. So that's what we've got. So thanks so much for being here, guys. Take care. This has been another production of True Crime Paranormal with Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.